The world is old and the powers are weary. The god at the door of night has fallen and the great enemy of the world has come back from the timeless void. The shadow has awakened the great evils to regain dominion over Ardar. Darkness shall cover the land if not for the deeds of a small fellowship of elf friends. Join the players of this Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they fulfill the events of the Dagor Daggeron prophecy and strive with Morgoth on the plains of Valinor. Welcome to the Undying Lands in Part 3 of the Inglorian Bastards Trilogy, Trials of the Valar. Let's, let's advance you to your next map. So you, you guys, um, you guys, he activates the pearl and he, you know, asks you to get in close. And um, he, you guys all like appear to be like moving at like super speed almost. Um, so he's like, huh, he's like there's a, you know, I didn't, I didn't know all of the qualities of this shell. He says, um, let's make for the um, Maglor's Gap. And so he like dives in the water and you guys have to kind of like scramble to keep up after him. So you guys are speeding off uh, across the ocean floor, which used to be the land of Beleriand. And you and you follow a mountain or like hills, and you come to this this sort of well, it's a gap in the mountain range, um, and you you sort of tunnel down into this into this sea cave, um, and you enter what into what used to be like it looks like like an old shrine of sorts, um, and and there's actually there's about five feet of standing water, but there's actually air trapped in here um, above it. Um, the necklace is still active for the people that are less than five feet. Um, however, so if you are underneath the water, we have to follow these rules. Um, if you're able to swing above the water, so for people like uh, probably Faradir, Azelendor, and more Loman, um, you wouldn't necessarily have to follow these rules. However, if you get submerged or if the water levels rise, then you will. I always think it's pretty handy that we got that uh, Silmaril right before this moment. You didn't get the Silmaril. You got a pearl. Oh, pearl. Sorry, sorry. The pearl. Yeah. It's called a plot device. I'd be drowning otherwise. Plot device. <laughs> so you you see the you see the pearl though the light that it used to be exuding is is like is like pulsing now and is like glowing faintly. So uh, how the hell are we gonna get out of here? <laughs> You play a good dwarf, Christian. Thanks. <laughs> Stuff in my fat face as we speak, so I'm still in uh, RP mode. All right, so you guys are in this underground temple. Um, there are some, like, broken pillars that kind of stick out of the water a little bit. Um, there's, you know, the water is at about five feet, so Tessera, unless Tessero and Burn are being carried, uh, you guys are sort of still swimming. Do we have the super speed swim still? Yeah, you can, you can, your movement um, is, is, you can like double your movement speed while the pearl is active. Who's wearing the pearl right now? Maglor. Or does it not matter? Is it just the range? It's the range. I'll, I'll put a, um, I'll put an aura on him so we know. <laughs> Who's wearing it? Maglor. Maglor. Yeah. Would you perception check to scout the room? Sure. All right. Um, I think it's fitting that Burren is the first to notice something shiny. Uh, so, uh, up ahead underneath the water, uh, again, it's under five feet of water, so it's really hard to see, but the water's darker in a, in a spot like, uh, like right over he here. Um, and you see a faint blue light, uh, shining out of what looks to be some sort of 
deep part of the of the the whatever you're in right now. Uh, Brennan's gonna kind of swim up to the surface so he can tell the rest of the group uh, that he sees uh, kind of a illumination up ahead, um, but it's very faint straight ahead of the group so Brent's not going to waste any time he, he's uncomfortable being in this water so he's going to swim up towards him alright so let's do turn order he's like I want to get that F out of the water yeah it's really creepy down here and really dark the only light right now is from Maglor's glowing necklace um, unless any of you have any light sources I do my sword is broken yeah alright Zelandor what do you have produce flame we're underwater. <laughs> I, I mentioned that there are some of these. Um, you can see the pillars that are sticking up above the water. All right, so on your turn, you're going to do produce flame, huh? Oh, yeah, I thought that was like, a, like an initial action. No, not yet. Um, all right, so Faradir is. Um, so Burn swims up, tells you this. And Faradir, so the information you have is there's like a deep part straight ahead um, somewhere over here. And there's a faint blue light coming from what seems to be like a deep part. But it's super dark and kind of creepy. You, you know, it's, you remember that, like the, the scene where they're in the garbage pit and you're not sure what's down there in Star Wars? It's like you don't know what's in this water with you. Yeah, Burns super creeped out. He's like, let's get in and get out of here. So he starts swimming. Yeah, uh, well, let's go in turn order, guys. Okay. So back, back, back where you were. All right. You get twice the movement speed if you want it. All right, who's next? Tessero. How far can I move again? Uh, you could move to the edge. I'll do the same when it's my turn. All right. So at the end, are you guys like readying any actions or anything like that? Burns got a, a steady hand on his weapon, ready in case something jumps out. All right. Yeah, I guess uh, Tessero also readies an action. All right. Did uh, did anybody yeah. heal John? By the way, I rubbed some dirt on him. <laughs> All right. So you guys, after after uh, Burn moves. Yeah, so before Maglor goes, after Burn, the, the faint blue light uh, in front of you down in that pit goes out. Goes out, you said? Yeah, is like, is like either goes out or is covered or, or some, something. Um, and Burn like swims up to the top and he's like, the light's gone. Um, and the, the water comes like rushing, like starts being like pushed towards you. Um, not exactly sure what's going on. Stroke Oh, it's not crap. Yeah. That's what it's what's what it's called. Cracking happens. So you guys can see that? Oh yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. I, I, there there's uh there's no uh there's no uh hiding the fact that you guys are in for a tough fight here. This is probably the toughest creature you've fought so far. Oh jeez. Wow, that's saying something. Do you want us to go ahead and make those concepts? Uh No, no, I was just casting that just to look at it. That, that's, okay. those, those are his lair actions. Oh, that seems fair. What are my lair actions for being in his lair? <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so... Yeah, actually, um, if you can, um, I don't know how far it is. Let me just check. I think I think you're within range, though. So this this uh, yeah. sort of the the tidal effect uh, comes into play. So you guys will need to make a uh, DC twenty three strength save. 
I get advantage on strength checks. Okay. Uh, John, you don't have to make this roll. Uh, anybody past Magler doesn't matter. So Burren, Ferdir, and Tessero are the only ones that have to make this. Yeah, so you guys go flying back towards the group. Does that work the same even though I'm fully submerged in water? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, it would affect you even more, probably. So up out of the hole like comes this like tentacled, fanged thing that you guys have never seen. It's massive. It takes up like half the distance of, of the width of this room. That's foul. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so on yeah, his on his turn, let's see. Still raging, by the way. Yeah, you're still raging. <laughs> yeah, I'm never not going to be raging the rest of the campaign. That's the secret. He's always angry. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, so let me look back at those layer. Um, okay, so so the water, like your hair starts standing up on end, uh, and the water you see like static, like going between um, from the water to like the pillars and to like the like uh you see like the tip of burns helmet every once in a while and like little static charge gets uh between the water and his helmet um see and if it's not scientific i i <laughs> scientifically sound i apologize You're over it. <laughs> uh, so the three of you that were out front uh are vulnerable to lightning damage was that because we felt the save? Uh, let me see if there is a save. Uh, there is no save for this. Uh, no, it's just as a different layer, a uh, layer uh, action. Um, so everyone in the room needs to make a con save DC twenty three. Basically, the only way you'll pass is if you crit. Uh, most of you. I have advantage, so I didn't critically fail. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, when he when he pops his head up, he. Uh, Basically, the room gets like electrically charged, and everybody takes everyone in the room takes eleven lightning damage unless you're vulnerable, and then you take twenty-two uh, if you failed your save. And that's his. I'm gonna. That's his turn. So Maglor actually like goes unconscious, and, and he like sinks beneath the water. That's super useful. Oh, does that mean the auras? No, nope. the, the aura is still good. Actually, I have to. I have to leave him. Okay. Yeah, I was like, uh, the aura is gone. Now it's more Loman's turn. This fight's about to be brutal. Is a monster? Yeah. Uh, what do you? Uh, as opposed to, is this a trick question? Oh, it's a gargantuan monstrosity or a titan. Sounds like my ex-girlfriend, eh? <laughs> they dominate monsters. Uh, you can try. <laughs> Did you roll a 50? <laughs> oh, you can try. Is that your turn? That's what I'm going to try. Good lord. Okay. Yeah, he he saves against it. Um as a as a legendary action, um uh, he is going to uh grab onto your hound of El Omen and he hits um uh, and you are grappled. Uh you need to do a strength DC of eighteen to get out of it. The hound is grappled. Um it's like grabbed by the, one of the tentacles. Um, it looks like this kraken has ten tentacles that it can grapple creatures with. All right, fair deer, you're up. I'm gonna try and move towards it again. Okay, let's see what this thing's range is. All right, so I can't leave this bubble. You can, you can leave it. Uh, it's, your head is above water. Seems safe enough. What's that? So it seems safe enough. What could go wrong? So fair deer, is that as far as you can move? Yep. 
Okay. Um, it is going to um, use another layer action. Or, I'm sorry, legendary action. It throws the Hound of Ill Omen at you. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, let's see here. You can make a, uh, a dexterity save, uh, DC 18, to try to get out of the way. All right, sweet. So you get out of the way. The Hound takes five damage from smacking into uh, one of the pillar- pillars under the water. This was going to move, like, here. Um, so you're technically underwater still. Yeah. Um, with bows, it's just as advantage, right? Well, you, um, let's see here. What does it say? I shared the rules with you. Underwater fighting. A ranged weapon automatically misses a target beyond the weapon's normal range. Even against a target within normal range, the attack roll has disadvantage unless the weapon is a crossbow. And that... Well, I'm going to uh, say... Uh... Say hello to my little friend, uh, which is going to give me advantage, which I guess cancels the disadvantage. All right. Uh, And also he's my sworn enemy now. Okay, so only one of them. The last one hits, right? Correct. 46 (laughs) damage. Wow. 46 damage. All right. Nice hit. All right. So uh, the monster lets out uh, like a terrible roar and kind of like lifts himself up a little more out of the hole. Burn. I'm just going to move up. I'm not able to. I'm using the dash move. That's all I'm able to do, though. Okay. Um, all right. So the Kraken is going to. Uh, oops. Kraken is going to sort of push its way this way um, and is going to make an attack on Burn, Fair Deer, and the Hound. 34 to. To who did I say first? Burin, twenty-four to the Hound, and thirty-one to uh, Faradir. Those are the attack rolls. There it is. Okay, so only sixteen damage to Burin, uh, which is halved. You half that, Christian, because you're you're raging. Uh, what should you say? Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, the Hound takes eighteen, and Faradir takes nineteen damage. Gets he just gets gets whacked. All right. And that's, that's what he's going to do. Okay, Maglor is still under the water. You guys are just ignoring him. <laughs> he can breathe underwater, so it's cool. Assuming he's still alive. All right, more Loman. Oh, Chain Lightning, all right. Okay, it um, doesn't seem to phase the creature. What was that? What did he do? He cast Chain Lightning, which was which saved your asses in the last fight. Yeah, and pretty good. And uh, doesn't appear to do anything to the Kraken. Uh, we'll go to a Zelendor now. So you guys learned something from that, that attack. Uh, right. Um, okay, I guess before we get to his Elendor, he's going to use a legendary action. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, sorry. So, Burin, whose head is underwater, and Tessero, whose head is underwater. You guys see a cloud of ink um, that makes everything really hard to see. Um, and I need you to do a con save, both of you. 23 DC. All right, so you guys take seven poison damage from this ink. Oh, I'm resistant to poison damage. Okay, perfect. Wait, so is there anything else happening beside the, the seven damage? Uh, yes. So um, let's see. So the cloud spreads around corners, and that area is heavily obscured to creatures other than the kraken. It would be really hard for you to see, except that he takes up the entire, <laughs> like, half of the building. So uh, well, you, you already have disadvantage, right? Uh, yeah. Firing I mean, your- I'm probably going to... I'm probably going to uh, do my guardian form next turn. Um, so it's Ozellendor's turn. Did you go yet? Right. Okay. Uh, so we are trying to uh, confuse the monster. Hope it, I hope you're trying a high level spell. <laughs> I can do polymorph too. I can, I can polymorph somebody. Polymorph still me. So that's uh, not a bad idea. 
So I like morph him into a shrimp. <laughs> hey, what, what was I suggesting before? It was a a crayfish. <laughs> crayfish. Yes. Oh, the crack? You, no, you you would have a hard time polymorphing the kraken. Uh, but you could polymorph, you know, a friend. I could, yeah, I could polymorph somebody else into something larger. Yeah. Perhaps somebody who can't swim. I don't know. We'll check confusion. What the hell? He uh, fails and chooses to pass. No! What? Is that like a legendary action? <laughs> legendary resistance. Uh, or yes. You're the worst. No! <laughs> he fails it. He did. Give me, give me something. All right. Well, you guys are, are learning a lot these first couple of rounds. I, I, I love the I love that so far uh, you fought somebody who's immune to fire and you guys two of you cast fire spells right in a row <laughs> and, then, and now we're and then we're fighting a, a, a guy who's immune to electricity and, but I, I see why John cast it because he's you yeah know, that makes sense in water like this but he's it's his go-to spell too all right uh so fair is up I guess something is not immune to sword <laughs> Did I sense some sarcasm there? I use my fighting spirit to give me an advantage this round and 10 temporary points. Alright, just the three. Well, all three of those are going to hit. Three. Alright. Alright, sweet. So that's uh, 72 damage, I think. Wow, alright. Uh, you, uh, he, he definitely knows you're there now. <laughs> Uh, you're not used to fighting something quite so big, uh, basically in its own terrain, but, um, you get your arms up out of the water and you're just, you know, it's just a different form that you're used to, I guess. Um, all right, Tessero, you going to do guardian form? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to just shoot down with my bow. Okay. All right. Both of those are going to hit. It's hard to miss this thing though, really. Yeah. All right, you add that up, and we'll we'll do Christian's turn. Well, you just tell me how much I su- I should subtract. Burns gonna take a couple swings at the the big guy. Um, the second one is gonna hit unless you have advantage. I think you do have advantage. Yeah, I do have advantage. All right, both of those will hit. Okay, he hits uh, seventy-seven damage from Tessera. Jeez! All right, he's not he's not bloodied yet. <laughs> yes. That's incredible damage, by the way, just from arrows. <laughs> Do you have those thorns growing up out of the water into him as well? Yeah. All right. So, Christian, you hit him twice? Yeah. Any extra damage or no? No, you didn't crit. Oh, no crits there. All right. So that's 28. So he is going to use Lightning Storm. Um, so I need uh, Tessero, Faradir, and Burren to make a dex save, DC 23. All right. So those of you that failed take 28 lightning damage, uh, or half as much if you passed. It's not as bad as you thought, right? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, you're getting decent things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing them legit. What about the confusion? <laughs> well, he's not going to use Ink Cloud again, so that he gets three tentacle attacks on his off turn. So, and we're gonna, I'm gonna try to get, I'm gonna try to grapple you guys now. So, all right, so more Loman's turn. So basically, at this point, the um, the pearl uh, that you see sort of floating on Maglor's neck near the bottom, uh, five feet down, it basically has hardly any glow left to it. Burn that. That might be a problem for you. Yeah, yeah, that could be a real issue. Might having to be polymorph in my fat ass. Can you polymorph yourself? Uh, 
he could probably morph me, I believe. I, I don't have any spells. Oh, alright. Alright. Zelendor. Alright, uh, we'll do healing word level 3 on Tessero. And, uh, we're gonna polymorph burn now. Yeah. We start the next round. Alright, wait. So, what's he, know. what's he gonna be? Uh, what, uh, what do you want to be, Jack? No, actually, I, I, it's on the water. It's only five feet, so yeah, T-Rex. Alright, guys. Well, uh, thank you for coming. Uh, we got, um... Thank you. You're half done with this fight, and, um, after this you'll head back to Ilmarin, and it looks like you guys will head into the, the icy north, uh, to find out about a Ren deal. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.